0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Regina Lay, the Senior News Editor of Pomo Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News, Balitang Thinking, Hindi Breaking. In this episode,
2: this is really old fashioned embezzlement. This is just taking money from customers and using it for your own purpose. Not sophisticated at all.
1: We try to wade through the mess left behind by the implosion of FTX, once one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges. I'm betting you've already seen some coverage on the collapse of FTX in recent months, but many people still don't quite understand what happened. So here's the gist. In 2019, a young, wily former Wall Street trader by the name of Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX, a cryptocurrency exchange, which is where people can trade cryptos for fiat currency. He couldn't have timed it better his venture quickly attracted venture capital money so much so that within a mere two years sbf as he is called was officially a billionaire except all was not right under the hood as it turns out ftx was funneling money yes investors money to a hedge fund called alameda research now guess who founded alameda that's right sbf himself two years before he founded FTX, in fact. And it all came to light only in November last year. Here's John J. Ray III, the man tasked to take over and clean up FTX after its collapse, testifying at a congressional hearing.
2: First, customer assets at FTX.com were commingled with assets from the Alameda trading platform. That much is clear. Second, Alameda used client funds to engage in margin trading which exposed customer funds to massive losses.
1: Trading on margin essentially means borrowing funds you don't currently have to buy other assets. Needless to say, it's quite risky.
2: Third, the FTX group went on a spending binge in 2021-2022, during which $5 billion was spent on a myriad of businesses and investments, many of which may only be worth a fraction of what was paid for them.
1: The crypto news site Coindesk was first to report on this incestuous relationship and that Alameda was in trouble. A few days later, SBF admitted that they were suffering a liquidity crunch and that he had asked Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao, known as CZ, to bail them out. At first, CZ agreed, but then the next day pulled out of the deal abruptly over quote-unquote mishandled customer funds and alleged U.S. agency investigations. You can imagine the panic that caused in the markets, including here. Listen to Beryl Lee, one of the co-founders of Yield Guild Games, the play-to-earn company. She was speaking at the Philippine Web3 Festival, held in November.
3: The community within Twitter started debunking what's going on, and they've realized that funds are kind of like missing. They are insolvent and they're illiquid. So people started pulling their funds out of exchanges um, in case that they run out of money that they can actually withdraw. So it's become endemic. A lot of other smaller crypto exchanges, businesses, and so on and so forth, rely on depositing their funds within FTX.
1: Beryl's right, the contagion was immediate and massive. Major firms like Sequoia Capital lost millions of dollars. Even state investment funds like Singapore's had to write down $275 million in FTX losses. And the value of Bitcoin started tanking. On November 11, Sam Beckman Freed resigned and the company filed for bankruptcy. We're pausing for a quick break now. When we return, we'll talk about what kind of impact all this had on the Filipino crypto community.
3: Of course, panic will ensue. There's a loss of trust uh, within the industry.
1: That's Barry Lee again, the co-founder of Yield Guild Games. She's also on the founding team of the Philippines' leading crypto exchange, Coins.ph, and is well-respected in local crypto circles.
3: It's actually the same thing with the financial crisis, right? We've just had the Lehman Brothers moment where people have lost trust. They don't know whom to actually rely on these days. There's a lot of, like, bankrupt. But the difference between crypto... And also the financial crisis is, in crypto, we actually have real innovation. The financial crisis was just instruments created out of like thin air, right? Whereas in crypto, we actually have real platforms. We actually have real games actually being built right now. There's actually fundamentals behind.
1: Some people may not agree that there are real fundamentals behind cryptocurrency. But there's no denying that this scandal has hurt the industry deeply. Let me bring in Nichelle Gaba, who founded a local crypto trading platform called PDAX. He was interviewed on One News shortly after FTX imploded.
0: Certainly, this is an issue that will bring about significant loss of confidence in the market in what's already a prairie very fragile crypto market at this time. The question in most people's minds is, oh, if this can happen to somebody like FTX, mm-hmm. which is you know becoming more of a mainstream name globally, then maybe it could happen to other unregulated players everywhere else.
1: At one point, FTX was valued at $32 billion and it was raising hundreds of millions of dollars from investors around the world. Later on, it emerged that Bankman Freed, his parents, and senior executives bought at least 19 properties worth $121 million in the Bahamas. He also pumped about $40 million in political causes, mostly aligned with Democrats. And that's what's scary about it all. How could all this have gotten past dozens and dozens of smart, capable people? Here's John J. Ray again, testifying in Congress.
2: This one is unusual, and it's unusual in the sense that literally, you know, there's no record-keeping whatsoever. Employees would communicate, you know, invoicing and expenses on, on Slack, which is, you know, essentially a way of communicating right. for chat rooms. They use QuickBooks, multi-billion-dollar company using QuickBooks. QuickBooks? QuickBooks. Nothing against QuickBooks. very nice tool, just not for a multi-billion-dollar company. Uh, there's no independent board. We had one person really controlling this. This is really old-fashioned embezzlement. This is just taking money from customers and using it for your own purpose. Not sophisticated at all.
1: Because there was little oversight over FTX, investors who lost money have no recourse. Some $5 billion have since been recovered, but many may not ever see their money back. The 30-year-old Bankman Freed has now been indicted on wire fraud and conspiracy and is out on bail. Here in the Philippines, there remain many unregulated exchanges. And Filipinos fall for them every day. But Nichelle of PDAC says, by and large, the industry here is moving in the right direction.
0: Fortunately for the Philippines, we actually have a lot of uh, regulatory clarity. Mm. The Banco Central has regulated the industry since way back in 2017. Uh, But I think our challenge here locally is more a matter of enforcement right? We still have probably the largest crypto exchange uh, operating actively in the Philippines outside of regulation. We still have a lot of Filipino users transacting in riskier areas of the market.
1: As ever, the promise of a quick buck is too good to ignore. And so we'll leave you with the wise words of Ramon Tayag, a co-founder of the blockchain remittance service Bloom Solutions.
0: This is not the first. It's not going to be the last. So hopefully people learn from this lesson and evaluate the risks some more in the future.
1: And that was today's episode of Teca, Teca News. Again, I'm Regina Lay, the Senior News Editor of Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Nina Torralba. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to follow Teca, Teca News and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. At para sumag mahilig manood, sa YouTube, puma podcast narin po kami doon. Just search "puma podcast" and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.